Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 128 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you once again for joining us as we continue with our study of the May the 3rd to May the 9th materials of the Come Follow Me materials, uh, covering Doctrine and Covenants uh, sections 46 to 48. Uh, and today we're going to uh, dive further into Doctrine and Covenants section 46, specifically today looking at uh, the roles of this, the gifts of the Spirit um, in our lives and in the lives of, the pe- of others in the church. Verse 9, we have a great introduction to this from the Lord. He says, For verily I say unto you, they are given for the benefit of those who love me and keep all my commandments, and him that seeketh to do, to, so to do that all may be benefited that seek or that ask of me, that ask and not for a sign, that they may consume it upon their lusts. So two things we learn here, which are really just great principles for us to understand. First of all, that yes, these gifts of the Spirit are for those that are keeping the commandments or those that are seeking to do so. And isn't that a, a great and um, wonderful uh, blessing for, for the, well, for everyone? I was going to say for those of us that are trying to keep the commandments, but maybe aren't perfect at doing that. And frankly, that is everyone. Um, but also that uh, it'll be benefiting for those that ask f- um, to benefit others, not to uh, have a sign that they may consume it upon their lusts or basically for their own gain. Um, Elder Jeffrey R. Holland says this, uh, quote, When there was controversy in the early church regarding who was entitled to heaven's blessings and who wasn't, The Lord declared to the prophet Joseph Smith, Verily I say unto you, the gifts of God are given for the benefit of those who love me and keep my commandments, and for them that seeketh so to do. Boy, aren't we all thankful for that added provision and seeketh so to do. That has been a lifesaver because sometimes that is all we can offer. We take some solace in the fact that if if God were to reward only the perfectly faithful, he wouldn't have much of a distribution list. Close quote. Um, I just love how... um, Elder Holland speaks and so frankly in such a way. Um, but yeah, you know, the, the, these gifts of the Spirit are for all those who are seeking to do the Lord's will. And of course, um, there are, there'll be people who receive gifts from Heavenly Father and talents who perhaps aren't seeking his will or perhaps those aren't following the Saviour, but those who are seeking to magnify them through his gospel, through his guidance, just like in the parable of the talents. Uh, we'll find the greater blessings uh, available in that. Um, in verse uh, 11, uh, it says this, For all have not every gift given unto them, for there are many gifts, and to every man is given a gift by the Spirit of God. So the Lord is saying that um, that people don't have every single gift from Heavenly Father given to them, but everyone is given at least one gift. Um, and that's another great one thing to know that we will all be able to have an opportunity to bless the lives of others in certain ways uh we're not all the same which i think is you know again a great blessing uh and and right elder dietra fuckdorf said this quote you may think you don't have talents but that is a false assumption for we all have talents and gifts every one of us the bounds of creativity extend far beyond the limits of a canvas or a sheet of paper and do not require a brush, a pen, or the keys of a piano. Creation means bringing into existence something that did not exist before. Colourful gardens, harmonious homes, family memories, flowing laughter. What you create doesn't have to be perfect. So what if the eggs are greasy or the toast is burned? 
You don't let the fear of failure discourage you. Don't let the voice of critics paralyze you, whether that voice comes from the outside or the inside. If you start still feel incapable of creating, start small. Try to see how many smiles you can create. Write a letter of appreciation. Learn a new skill. Identify a space and beautify it. Close quote. I've not, I've not really heard of that quote by Elder Ruckdorf before, but I absolutely love it. Just the sense that, you know, we, we all have talents. We all may have a go at creating something and it may not turn out quite, quite, quite right. I myself, I don't feel I'm a very creative person in, in an art or a craft sense. Like I'm not great with creating those things in my hands, but I can create other things. And well, I mean, this podcast, I guess, is an example of something that I've created uh, in a different way. And I think that recognizing the ways we create and the ways that we work best and then building upon those and creating things with them is what the Lord wants us to do. Um, and that's what this life is for, is to develop and hone our talents and skills to become more like him. Um, and yes, those things may not be perfect, but we are creating, we are experimenting, we are learning and growing. Uh, and I think that that is something which we we have to do in this life. Otherwise, we are not used utilizing those skills and talents which we are trying to develop. Um, such a great lesson there uh, from Elder Ruckdorf, and I love that quote. Um, in verse 12, it says, To some is given one, and to some is given another, that all may be profited thereby. So here it, so here it explains that, you know, in a group of people, some people have some gifts and some people have other gifts because as a collective, we need to, to have those gifts all together. Henry D. Taylor said this, quote, As calls come to us for church service by the Lord's representatives, it is natural for us to wonder why we have been selected. The Lord has made it plain that every individual has been blessed and endowed with certain gifts and talents. And while there are many gifts, yet to some is given one and to some is given another. Now it was intended that these gifts and talents should be shared with others for the purpose of rendering service to fellow men and making their lives happier. Close quote. It is our role when we do find what our gifts and talents are, that we use them and we use them to bless the lives of others, not just to hold them and keep them to ourselves and not utilize them. Um, we, we have to, we have to have the opportunity to, to reach out. And I love this principle because it then it shows me that you know, I can find something I'm good at and feel confident at and I have a gift in and use that to bless others. I don't have to do things that I'm not very confident doing. I mean, of course, at times I may be required to and asked to, and that's okay. But I can use and build on my strengths and help bless others' lives through that, which is, which I feel I can do. You know, if I'm good at something, I can have a go at blessing other people's lives with it. Um, of course, what happens then in this uh, section is that we're given a whole list of gifts um, we have, for example, in verse 12, uh, 13, to some it is given by the Holy Ghost, know that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and that he was crucified for the sins of the world. And then in verse 14, to others it is given to believe on their words that they also might have eternal life if they continue faithful, and so on and so on. Now, uh, I'm not going to um, go through the entire list because I think that would take too long. Um, but what I am going to say about these first two is the, is this from um, President Alan H. Oaks. He says, quote, we all need a personal testimony of truth. As our faith develops, we necessarily rely on the words and faith of others like our parents, teachers or priesthood leaders. But if we are solely dependent on one particular priesthood leader or teacher, 
for our personal testimony of the truth, instead of getting that testimony through the personal line, we will be forever vulnerable to disillusionments by the action of that person. When it comes to a mature knowledge or testimony of, of the truth, we should not be dependent on a mortal mediator between us and our Heavenly Father. Close quote. I'm glad that um, he has, uh, that present Dallin Hay Jokes talks about how, yes, having the gift of receiving a testimony by listening to the words of others is a great blessing. And don't forget, you know, once you receive your own testimony, there's nothing to say that this gift can't keep blessing your life. Listening to others, we do all the time. We do it every week as a minimum at church. And so even when you have your own testimony, if you can still listen and feel the witness and testimony come from the words of different people, that's a great blessing to have through your life. And so that is certainly for me, not a lesser blessing or a lesser gift. Uh, but it is it's one that can bless and fulfill our lives right through to the end. Now, as we go through into tomorrow's study, we'll continue with this list, um, but probably rec- we'll try and recognize that this is not a, an exhaustive list uh, and what we can learn uh, from, from that and how we can identify other gifts of the Spirit other than those ones that are listed here. Thank you very much for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed this study. Please continue to listen to the podcast. You can share it, review it, subscribe to it. All the things that would really help get this podcast out would really help. And of course, you can join the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And also email ldsstudysession at gmail.com if you have any thoughts and any things that you've been studying that you'd like to share. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again.